Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, my denizens of Dece? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. You are listening to Pretty Dece. Thank you very much for tuning in. This is the podcast that happens daily that we talk about games and comics and movies and all things geeky under the sun. Today I want to talk about a game that has I kind of very quickly become one of my favorite board games, my favorite games to do with groups of people. It's a game that I um, I touched on in Gen Con when, when I was there for Gen Con because I played it there, then I bought it for my bachelor party, and then just played it again tonight as well. So that game is Secret Hitler and it's minimum five people so you have to wrangle up quite a large crew but it goes up to 10 people so if you have a gathering like it it would be really good for you know family get-togethers birthday parties where where you're gonna have a ton of people over those sorts of things it's very easy to teach someone it's it's a lot of like crazy political intrigue so in in the right setting secret hitler is fantastic and i i think that i like it more than any of the other kind of casual board games where you can present it to someone who doesn't normally play board games and they and they get it. I think I think this is maybe one of the best kinds of those games. So as I said now, I've I've played it a bunch and I I, I truly really really like it. Um it's a it is a fascinating game. There's there are a ton of strategies to it that aren't initially apparent. Once you play it enough, you realize kind of the the ways in which you can Um, You can manipulate people, (laughs) the ways in which you can get what you want without giving away your position if you are uh, on the fascist side, for example. So if, if you don't know, I know that I've explained it before, but just to just to pull back and recap a little bit. Secret Hitler is a game for, as I said, at least five people where uh, a certain number of people are fascists and a certain number of people are liberals. And it depends on the the players. But for example, in a 10-player game, you have six liberals and four fascists. Now, one of those fascists is Hitler. (laughs) And it's secret Hitler because no one knows who Hitler is uh, except for the fascists. So the liberals don't know which person is Hitler. And they also don't know who the fascists are. So the fascists know who each other are, except for Hitler. Hitler doesn't know who his allies are. So when the game begins, you you don't know... Uh, if you are a liberal, you can't trust anyone on the table. You don't know anyone's affiliations. If you are a fascist, you know who the other fascists are, unless you're Hitler, but you are outnumbered. So you, of course, can't really band together and 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 oust yourself as a fascist because you'll never win anything you'll never get voted in as as president or chancellor we'll get to that in a second uh but because you know you have to stay hidden you have to make them think that you're one of one of them so as a fascist your ultimate goal is to enact enough fascist policies that you know eventually you 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 win you have to enact six of them Uh, And then if you're a liberal, you have to enact enough liberal policies to win. And there are five there. So the other thing is if you are a fascist and you eventually elect Hitler as chancellor, then you automatically win the game. The elections are also super interesting. So 
Who gets to be president goes around the table in a circle. The president picks a chancellor, and then everyone votes yes or no whether they like this pairing of president or chancellor. So if you vote no, it moves on to the next person. Uh, But if you vote yes, then the president gets to look at three fascist or liberal policies, so they're drawn randomly. He discards one and passes two to the chancellor. The chancellor looks at two of them discards one of them and enacts the other so for example if they're both fascist they can really collude and enact a fascist policy um if they aren't sure about each other or whatever they can you know pass one and one and let see what the other person uh, m- makes a decision on so you can really get in depth right there but it's all about enacting policies And these policies don't actually do anything, you're just trying to get to a certain number. So all the policy cards literally just say fascist on them and and that's that's it. So uh, liberal fascist and it doesn't actually actually say anything else. So the entire play of the game, as I said, is super simple. You are just um, taking turns as president, picking who you want your chancellor to be, everyone voting, and then going through the pro- the the the, uh, the process of of choosing these policies and enacting one of them. The depth of the game comes in and in the politics of it. So, after the chancellor uh, enacts a a policy, then you start grilling them and you say, "Okay, what cards were you passed?" And they might say, "Well, I was passed one liberal and one fascist policy." Then you look over the president and you say, "Okay, what did you give him?" <laughs> And then the president will either confirm that story and say, yes, I passed him one of each, or no, I handed him two liberal policies, he's lying, or, or, or whatever it might be if their stories conflict. So right there, then if, if their stories conflict, you get in a situation where, okay, so one of you is lying, one of you isn't. We have to figure out what the heck that means. Um, there are also certain points of the game, so after a certain number of, of Uh, fascist policies have been enacted you get certain powers one of those powers is to look at someone else's affiliation card so you if you're the current president get to know for certain whether someone else is a liberal or a fascist one of my favorite things to do is as a fascist look at the person's cards that you know is hitler they don't know that you are a fascist but they know that they're hitler and they know that they're a fascist so you look at their cards, and then you tell everyone else, liberal, he, he's, he's liberal. So that throws everyone else off the scent of the person who's playing Hitler, and it lets Hitler know that you're a fascist, that you're his ally. You get to signal to him in the game that, okay, I'm someone that you can trust. So things like that. You can get really deep into this game, and you can play all kinds of crazy mind games with this with this game. So some of the most fun times playing this game are when you are a fascist, when you are a Hitler, because you get to do some really crazy weird things. You get to manipulate all of your friends. Uh, It's super fun to have everyone thinking you are super on the side of the liberal party. You are pointing out who are fascists right and left. You're saying, "Ah, I don't trust that person. I guarantee they're a fascist. And really, it's all just a lie. You know exactly who the fascists are, and you're and you're one of them. <laughs> so super, super great. Um, 
the you know of course the the initial theme is like intentionally shocking and silly the, the idea of secret hitler but at its core concept uh just the core mechanics this is this is a really really fun game and it's very similar to games like werewolf and and there are, there are lots of kind of politics games like this i like this one a lot though because you you really get to the core of the the politics very quickly and unlike some of them where like people slowly get whittled out this game the the point when people can start getting whittled off and and can get you know make can get it made so they they're not playing anymore um, happens later in the game so more people kind of stay in the game longer and are are invested um, just just a bit longer so anyway secret hitler Highly recommended. I just wanted to take the time again today to to talk about it once again. I know that I touched on it before, but just wanted to stress again. I'm I'm loving this game so much, and I I thankfully, luckily, have had the opportunity to have enough people together several times lately over the past month or two uh, to to play some Secret Hitler. I, it's a game that I will always pull out from now on when I have a large enough group around to do it. So if you have at least four other friends and you are looking for something fun to do with those friends, I cannot recommend Secret Hitler heavily enough. 